0: Hello, my name is Brian Fredrickson. They call me Mr. Fred.
1: Or Freddy. And I'm Amanda.
0: And you're listening to the Pro Tips Podcast.
1: Find your focus and level up your life using our random ramblings and pro tips to find that winning edge at life. Check, check, one, two, check, check. Okay, we're, we're going. Okay. We're going. We're live. So... Good morning. Morning. <laughs> How are you guys? Good, good. So welcome to the Pro Tips podcast, and we've got a treat for you guys. This is super impromptu, and we'll try to keep it kind of quick, but I tend to talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so on the podcast this morning, we have my stepbrother, Ben William. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself there, bud.
2: Yeah, uh, this is Ben William. Um, we're uh, just driving through Burley, Idaho right now, heading to Utah for Thanksgiving to visit family. But it's always good to see the Dill Worse here in, in Burley.
1: Where do you guys live?
2: <clears throat> We're from <clears throat> Salem, Oregon.
1: Okay. And how long have you lived out there in Oregon?
2: So I'm going on uh, about eight, nine years now. Uh, Jasmine, my wife, she's from there. She's from Dallas.
1: Okay. And how long have you guys been married?
2: Been married... Eight years. All right. Thank you. Yeah. We've been married eight years. <laughs> 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 Something like that. Go ahead and
3: introduce your wife. Let her talk really quick. Good morning, Jasmine. <laughs> good morning. I'm Jasmine Guilliam, Ben's wife. Um, and yeah, we're from Oregon and just coming through to visit family. Perfect. How yeah. many kids do you have? We have four kids, ages six to one. God bless you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot.
1: <laughs> so Ben, tell us what you do for a living and how long you've done it.
2: Yeah. So I'm in uh, home security. I'm with uh, a dealer for Brinks home security. This is what I've been doing pretty much in my entire adult life. Um, I've, this is my 14th year I've been doing this now and it's been a good run. It's been uh, one heck of an industry to be in. It's been a huge blessing for, you know, myself and my family and everything. Um, but I started back in 2008, <clears throat> um, as a technician, uh, with my brothers, we used to just, uh, install these things and we'll travel around the whole country going from city to city, working with different teams. And I loved it. I was uh, right out of high school, you know, 18 years old. I just wanted to get out of my hometown And, you know, travel and see the country and, you know, see different cities and everything. So it was a a great gig. Had a lot of fun doing it. Made, Made some decent money doing it as well. But after doing that for four years, I eventually decided to get out of my comfort zone and try out sales, which I never thought in a million years I would ever pull off. But I jumped into it, and lo and behold, I was able to pull off, and I've been able to be successful with sales ever since. So I did four years as a technician, and then now we're going on about 10 years now into sales.
1: That's outstanding. It's so interesting because I remember, did you go to Chicago with my little brother, with Randall? Not
2: Chicago, no. No, no that was uh, Dave and uh, Bert and all those guys. Oh, okay. So yeah. it, was
1: your two, it was your two older brothers that went to Chicago. Um, Randall used to tell me stories of just... Oh yeah, kids in Chicago selling home security yeah. systems, downtown like, Chicago, and yeah, like it, the like, worst
2: neighborhoods. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like installing home security systems, and it's just like wild, like wild, wild
2: yeah. stuff. So,
1: you decided to go into sales. What was your motivation behind that?
2: Yeah, so I just kind of wanted the the next best thing, I guess. You know, after doing installs for four years, I kind of got to a point where I plateaued. You know, I was I was going to be as good as a, as any technician would ever be. So wanted to do the next best thing. And like I said, it was a definitely a big jump out of, uh, you know, your comfort zone. I mean, anybody that has done sales before, you know, knows that getting into it is tough. You know, it's it's uncomfortable. You know, you talk to people, you go through rejection, you know, go through a lot of uh, tough conversations and tough experiences and scenarios. But of course, the reason why people get into it is the money. Right. Right. It's uh, you know, that's where you can really build wealth from. And I guess I was just kind of a young buck and I just wanted to try something new and try something else and gave it a shot and it worked out.
1: So, and that, that's what's super cool to me is like growing up, you were always super quiet. Like Mm -hmm. you really, like (laughs) you really were, you weren't one to put yourself out there. Like you just kind of held back just a little bit, but I feel like it's your calm, quiet nature that probably makes you really good at what you do
2: yeah you know it's it's funny when i when I was first talking about getting into sales i i my pretty much all my family and friends said don't do it because <laughs> <laughs> everybody knew me you know i was i was a pretty shy kid i was uh you know uh soft spoken and you know i've always been on the production side of things you know i've i've done uh you know i always worked in a um i cooked in a restaurant rather than serving and i always did construction rather than you know working with customers like i always did the the back end kind of uh, production side of things and that's why me as a technician worked out really well because I didn't really have to you know deal with customers. I just did my job and you know did my my labor and it panned out. But getting into it, it was uh, I don't know. It was just something I just kind of felt like I I should at least try. At the I think I remember when I got into it, I I was thinking I had a lot of doubts with it, but I was thinking at the very least I should learn these skills. You know, you learn these social skills, these sales skills you know, being able to talk to people, you know, these are going to be things that are going to benefit you the rest of your life, regardless if you're going to stick with sales or not. So that was kind of my mindset going into, it. I was just like, you know what, let me just give this a shot. I'm going to learn this stuff. I'm going to learn how to talk to people, how to negotiate, how to sell something. And who knows where that's going to go after that.
1: And it turns out you're fantastic at it.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> like, I,
1: I love the fact that you said, this is going to be a skill that's going to benefit me no matter what. You know, and so my, like, I'm curious, I know you probably know that I'm, I'm kind of a forward thinker. I'm kind of like a next level, like every day, every day I look at at my business and how can I get it better? How can I grow it? So do you consider, like, do you consider yourself like a high vibing individual, somebody that can see, see what you want and, and go after it and set goals? So what I'm trying to form a question here somewhere, but yeah, um, what like when you got into sales and you started seeing some of the benefits that are coming from it, did you just keep asking yourself like, okay, what's next? What's next?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So through my, my sales career, I've, I've been just blessed and just lucky to be able to work with and mentor with some incredibly successful people. Uh, the company I'm currently with, <clears throat> they've had world-famous people come out and do leadership training with uh, you know, management and different things like that. So at the beginning, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing, but now, you know, fast forward 10 years, I understand how important goal setting is. Yes. You know, I understand how important, you know, discipline and routine and all that kind of stuff is. So absolutely, you know, I, I love, you know, just, uh, you know, hearing what other people's got, uh, got going on with their businesses and, you know, their hustles that they're doing and everything. And, you know, I just love to see the energy that we have, you know, I mean, here in this country. You know we're we're so blessed to be able to have these freedoms to go out there and build and be and to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> it's amazing the 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 free market that we have that you can either just get by this entire life or you can build something incredible
1: and actively participate in your life and create what you want when it comes to having what you want. Right. Yeah. So last night we were visiting and it was kind of a whirlwind because it was pretty late, but we were talking a little bit about the businesses. And Jasmine, I know you own, you own a storefront there in Salem and we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second, but you, you mentioned last night that as you guys are building your businesses and you're hurrying and you're working and you're hustling and you're, you know, you're actively participating in your life, creating amazing things for yourself. Like you have parents that are like, are you guys doing okay? Like, do you, like, why do you have to work (laughs) so hard? You know, and I got thinking about that last night as I'm at home and I'm like, you know, this older generation, specifically our parents, which, you know, kind of makes me sad, but they don't, they don't really understand it sometimes. Like they, they think that, oh, okay, you get your nine to five job. You're just, you're getting your paycheck. You're living basically paycheck to paycheck. You have very minimal in your savings. They don't really believe that you can actively, put effort into your life and create income, create wealth, create new opportunities just by believing that, you know what, like I deserve this and I can go out and get it and there's no reason why I can't have
3: it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like that's kind of what we're taught though. Um, Or like what they were taught in school. Like if you think about it, they're like, okay, get through high school, right. Pick some kind of job, go to college and then stick with that. Like, don't venture out. Like, don't do anything risky.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Play it safe. Like, stay low key. Like, just raise your kids and just teach them all the same things that we're teaching you, even though, you know, that's all well and good. And our parents have great intentions for us. But at the same time, once you realize that you're the one that can create your life and you're the one in charge of your life and you don't have to have the same life as your parents, that's when I feel like the game changes. Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: The the status quo cycle.
1: Oh, hi, honey. Oh, wait, (laughs) Freddie's here. Holy cow. Hey.
0: That that status quo cycle. And that, I I was in education for 14 years, and that's just how it went. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, they wanted you to get to the test. They were telling, like, we'd go to trainings, and it was force these kids to go to college. Well, college doesn't fit everybody. Mm -mm. I mean, college was easy. I graduated three times. It was easy. But not for everybody. Yeah. you know take you got to take away and and build on their skills you know ben didn't know that he had the skill of sales he thought well i'm just uh, almost a blue collar guy just turning manual labor yeah manual labor And I, you know i love manual labor that's fun for me it's relaxing for me you know but then here i got a couple of college degrees too because that was easy for me but it's not easy for everybody it's not where everybody should be Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah
2: you know it's funny i so Throughout my management career, you know, I, I hire on guys I recruit guys and all the kind of stuff. And one of the, the, the most common conversations that I have with my, my job is people get afraid of a commission-based job, right? My job is 100% commission, meaning that if you don't sell, you don't make a paycheck. Right. So a lot of people get really scared of that. They, they, they get turned away from that. <clears throat> They'll tell me, they're just like, oh, man, that's just too risky. and. My response to them every single time is I tell them what's riskier taking a chance of this where you can be something great or sticking with your nine to five, just getting by your living paycheck to paycheck. Is that really a life? Right. Right. What's riskier here? you doing that or giving a chance on something else.
1: See, and that's so interesting to me because (laughs) it's like we all grow up. In a very lack mentality society have you noticed that like everybody's like oh i can't do this commission-based job because like there's no guarantee like Mm -hmm. we want to see the end result before we take the first step Mm -hmm. i feel like is a lot of society but once you flip that story and you start saying no you know what like it's easy for me to take that risk. It's easy for me to make that sell. It's easy for me to bring this money in. Oh, I want to make X amount of money or X amount of sales in this amount of time. That's easy. Like all I have to do is just take the step and start working toward that goal. You know, they call it the law of attraction for a reason like the, it has the word action in it. Like you have to take action on your goals because you can sit and tell yourself all day long that I'm a hundred thousand dollar salesman sitting on the couch, but until you get your butt up off the couch and actually start hitting door to door, like there's no, you're not going to make that money.
2: What were we talking about last night? Who's, who's that author we're talking about? Are you interested or are you committed?
1: That is John Asserath. All right, there yeah. we go.
2: So, so, so that's it exactly. We're all interested in a better life. We're all interested in making money. We're all interested in having nice things, but how many of us are truly committed and willing to make those sacrifices and to do whatever it takes to, to hit those goals? Right. Right?
1: yeah you know and i could have been interested in shooting just a handful of rodeos this year but no i i committed to nine rodeos in eight weeks like that's huge like that's a lot of like that's a lot of time on the road that's a lot of setup that's a lot of teardown that's a lot of edit like sorting and all of the different things but i was committed because i had a goal you know to try to get the very best images i could to try to get the nfr you know and sometimes even when you commit and you put in the work you don't always make the goal but then if you look at the lesson and you look at the growth that you had in that time like there's probably been times where you've set goals for sales and you've fallen just short oh
2: yeah all the time. do
1: you go back and reevaluate like oh like oh here's you know where this was a goal like this was a gain and this was a gain and this was a gain but I might have fallen just short so what can I do differently the next time
2: absolutely right
1: and you have to constantly ask yourselves those questions
2: yep And that's the point of goal setting. You know, you're not going to hit your goal every single time. No. Right? Life isn't easy. Yeah. Right? You're going to go through failures. You're going to go through struggles. But the important thing is that persistence. Yes. Right? You don't give up. Even when you get your butt kicked, you keep on going. Yeah.
0: Well, it's all in how you look at it. You know, he's using what some deem as a failure, as a building block. But in society, it's self-defeating. We need that safety net. We need, you know, that's what society says you should be doing. But changing the story, flipping the switch, instead of just being interested, are you motivated? Are you driven? Are you? Yeah. You know, what is it you actually want?
1: So let's uh, let's kind of talk about Jasmine's little storefront here, really quick. Um, so we you've got four kids. <clears throat> And (laughs) I was going to say, that's not a lot of kids, but
3: I mean, holy crap. Feels like a
1: lot lot of kids. That's a lot of kids. (laughs) How
0: how old are they?
3: Oldest is six. And then we, so we have six, four, three, one. So tell us about your storefront. Where is it? And what's it called? So we are in Kaiser, Oregon. We're called Pacific Poppy. It's a family boutique. And our tagline is with you every step of the way because we really are. We have sizes from preemie all the way to adult 4XL wow so that's
1: awesome yeah and i'm hoping someday soon you'll get a dog mom line yes absolutely (laughs) we do have
3: a few pet parent things because my daughter everly picks out a lot of our inventory um and she is a self-proclaimed cat mom so we have Uh, cat mom dog mom stuff but eventually more so what made you
1: decide to start the store
3: yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> um, so I started out with my son, Harrison, who's our six-year-old. He, when he was little, um, I noticed that there were no cute boy clothes. Like every section, it's just flooded with girl clothes, right? Like when you go to the store, you're going to see tons of girl outfits and like a teeny boy section. And I was like, man, like, why is no one like taking advantage of this? So I, I started... their boys like like super
1: cute and like just kind of baller style you know like yeah yeah. and
3: I'm like where are like they're just like kind of lacking there (laughs) so I was like let's start like a boy clothing line that's just boys like no girl stuff just boys that's how it started out it was boy vibes apparel
1: I remember that yep
3: yeah so I started that I just was printing t-shirts in our apartment um mailing them out I was just solely working online um a couple years after that I we moved to Eugene and I linked up with Victoria and Eric they own Peppy Potamus and they are like a children's reseller also have some new stuff too and they let me start being a vendor in their store so that's kind of where it kind of took off from there and I mentored they mentored me and they're the ones that told me that I needed to like expand a bit and not just focus in on boys stuff and be like more inclusive, right? And that my business would like take off, and so that's how Pacific Poppy was born. That's so great! <laughs> yeah. I love
1: it. It's and it's cool because like the thing that's in, like that I've noticed that's in common with both your stories is you surrounded yourself with like higher vibing people. Like Ben was talking about bringing in. Uh, like your company brings in like nationally acclaimed, like mentors and things. And then Jasmine, you know, leveled up and put her, put yourself around people that knew the business and knew what was happening. And you know, they say iron sharpens iron. Like the only way you're going to get better is to surround yourself with better. You know, I built my business based because I mentored with Dave and Beth Jennings out of Texas and Dave's been in the rodeo photography industry for over 40 years and so like he really knows the industry. He knows what the contestants want. He you know, he knows what it, like he really knew how to take my photos from. Oh, that's a pretty, pretty great photo to like, holy freaking crap like that. That photo slays, you know, stuff like that. So it's really a lot about who you surround yourself with. Right.
2: I think <clears throat> I think the best part about both me and Jasmine's stories is it wasn't an overnight success you know, it it took a long time to really get this going. I mean, here I am finally in my 14th year and I'm seeing some, you know, success out of this. And Jasmine's been doing, you know, hers for seven, six years now. now. So, you know, it wasn't the first year. It wasn't just, you know, just skyrocket success or anything, but what we had was persistence. Right. Right. And it's, it's kind of funny. Something that we, we commonly talk about is where we came from. Uh, When we first got married, we were in a, tiny little loft apartment it was like a 400 square feet just tiny little thing and i it was kind of embarrassing me as you know the you know husband and man of the house and all the kind of stuff you know would have jasmine's family come over to for dinner i'm not and i'm just like oh no don't bring them over here you know this <laughs> is <no> a <laughs> yeah there's no room you know it's it's but you know that's the beauty of it is you can start anywhere you know it doesn't matter where you where you start the important thing is is that you're persistent you keep on going and you you keep those goals in line
1: well you can start from anywhere and you can start at any time yep. like you know freddie he's been a rodeo announcer for 10 years and it was kind of a side gig but now he's like no you know what like we're going all in like it's time to like hit it and get after it um and i i appreciate how you said like we talk about where we came from all the time because it's important to remember where you came from you know i always say that facebook memories you know on facebook like i love going back through there because i was like oh yeah i did do that and like i'd share i'd see posts that i'd shared from like 10 years ago where i had like crappy camera equipment and awful <laughs> lighting and i'm like oh thank goodness i'm not there anymore like i'm so glad
0: how do you measure your success if you don't have anything to look back on yeah. exactly you can't see where you're going
1: yeah exactly so ben tell me was there any point like was there a point where you were just like, no, you know what? I'm gonna be this type of person, or I'm gonna have this much money by this amount of time. Because I think, did you did you have a conversation with your dad that you were gonna make some money, like you were gonna be like yeah. a, a high earner by a certain time?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've always had uh, goals set. I mean, every year, you know. And, and actually, here's here's a here's a quick thought. So this is something I've recently told my team about: is how important the, you know goal setting, right? How important goal setting is regardless of how low it is or how high it is, right. but you continue to progress and you continue to get higher goals. You know, I'll have these, you know, new kids that will come on board and I'm just like, hey, your goal should be get a couple grand in your savings or, you know, buy a car, you know, some yeah. of these kids do you'd have realistic. a Realistic. You know, realistic, you know, small goals, but now once you hit those goals, set a bigger goal next. Yeah. And then hit that one, then a bigger goal, then a bigger goal, and a bigger goal and, and continue, continue on with that. But, yeah, you know, I mean, when we first started, first got married and i just first started sales you know my goals were pretty small but i just you know i hit those goals and i just uh continued on
1: yeah so uh you've gone from you've got your sales end of your life but then you also you're an investor right like you you've got a couple of properties things like that like what what kind of drives that end of it
2: yeah yeah so that's uh we we just a few days ago closed on our next property uh we got a a house in Salem, Oregon. We're going to use as a rental, and this is a this has been a gold mine. I, I've been talked about. I need to get into real estate for years now. I've been telling my my brothers, and my friends this, and everything. And I feel like I've been kind of dragging my feet on it, but I decided to finally jump into it. It's been a learning experience. <laughs> we we'll learned learn a lot, a lot of things the hard way of not what of what not to do. <clears throat> but same thing with goals, right? Right. You know that's been a gold mine for a while, and I finally got into it.
1: So remind me again how old you are, because I know you're quite a bit younger than me. 34. You're 34, okay. And you're, you're this successful at 34. Like that's, I feel like that's huge. Jasmine, how old are you? Is that okay if I ask?
3: Yeah, I'm 28.
1: I'm 28. Wow, yeah. see, 28 <laughs> and she's a business owner. Uh, what kind of, where do you see your store going in the next couple years? Like, that's a good big question.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I've got some, I've got some really big goals for the store, actually. Um, Ben's really supportive about this and he's actually the one that kind of pushed me to get the storefront. Like, it popped up as a great opportunity, like, great price for it. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, kind of, like, like, dragging my feet on it. And Ben's like, no, like, do it. You have something great, do it. You need to jump in. And I was, like, terrified. Like, I was like, I don't, I don't want to do it. But then we just pushed into it and it ended up working out great. Um, Ben wants to franchise, (laughs) so (laughs) that's something that's in the works right now. My original goal was just to be profitable within a year and then expand to another store, but now the goals have gotten a little bit bigger, so um, we've had a lot of success with this location um, and building in the community, so we've been looking at other places in Oregon to expand to and make another storefront. Um, We're going to be talking with some friends and family that might want to franchise pacific poppy actually pretty soon so that would be outstanding yeah that's looking like it might happen gives
1: me chills like i love (laughs) i love talking like goals and like dreams and hopes, and i appreciate the fact that that you said ben's very supportive in this and that's one thing that freddie and i have learned in the last year or so that we've been together is you like i know that i can build my life like pretty pretty great by itself but having a supportive partner is literally life-changing like it literally can make or break you if you've got somebody in your corner that's willing to like push you in the direction that they know that you can go and have that faith in you it makes it so much easier to have that faith and the belief in yourself that hey you know what i really can go do this yeah
2: that support system is crucial i i i put all my success on jasmine Right. You know, and th- throughout all the years. Seriously, I'm, she's I'm like, serious. She's like, oh. you know, I mean, I got a crazy job and a lot of people look at this job as just, you know, I'm, I'm nuts. I'm a crazy guy. I'm constantly on the road. I'm uh, we, we call these blitzes. We go out, we work in different uh, cities and different states and I've done this our, our entire marriage and jasmine has been nothing but supportive the entire time yeah and i know that it's been difficult because i mean here we are we got you know a bunch of kids in the house and i'm up, and ta- <laughs> i'm up and taking off and <clears throat> leaving her behind with the kids and i'm sure she has a you know she could complain about you know something but she never does she never did and she's always been there for me and my business and what i'm what i got going on she's helped out with a lot of back office you know paperwork and printing shirts for my team and hats and <laughs> all the kind of stuff but yeah you're right you know that, that support system is crucial
1: it's huge
2: so you know i mean same thing you know here i'm I'm pushing jasmine you know to open up pacific poppy and open up you know another location eventually maybe franchising and you got to have that support system you got to have that that cheerleader yeah you know that's gonna that keep you going
1: yeah for sure i freaking love that so much um honey do you have any questions
2: uh, i think
0: i i've had them all answered really There oh. <laughs> you know there's, there's a few things that i've interjected uh, I don't know. I, a lot of introspection you know cause I, i'm 10 years older than ben <laughs> and you know we talk about the goal setting we talk about the you know working from failures or whatever but i just keep thinking how grateful i am that i do have a sports system i i'm kind of almost starting over on a lot of things in life right now and just knowing that it is possible helps
2: a ton yeah. so yeah i think the last thing i want to leave off with is just how important of that persistence is is just not giving up yeah find something that you love find something that you're good at right and stick with it don't give up on it you know if you if you come across failure if you come across objection it's supposed to be hard yeah right this life isn't supposed to just be easy business isn't supposed to just be easy you're going to expect failure. You're going to expect hard times as you, you know, open up the business or whatever that you're doing, but you got to keep on going. You got to yeah. brush it off. You, you don't let it get under your skin. Just keep pushing along and that success will come.
1: It'll, it'll pay off for sure. And I, I'm kind of a big believer that I don't really believe in failure. I believe in everything happens as it's supposed to happen. And as long as you don't quit, you've never, you haven't failed. Like there's only learning. There's no failing. There's only learning. There's only growing. There's only moving forward. If I would have given up after the first year of applying for the NFR and not getting it, like, where would I be? Like, you know, every year I get a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. And it's interesting that you talk about persistence and the overnight success, because I think it was just last week I shared a quote that said, there is no such thing as overnight success. Like you have to, like you have to learn, you have to put yourself in positions to grow and get better. And eventually what you want is going to like your overnight success is literally going to be like five or six years down the road, you know? So Ben, if anybody is interested in getting in your line of work, where can they find you? Where can they, can they reach out to you? Um, what kind of like, where can they find you on social media?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. We are, we are a fast growing company. Uh, We got teams all throughout the country, regardless what state that you're in, there's going to be an opportunity for you. So anybody, feel free to reach out to me. You can uh, hit me up on Facebook, Uh, just my name, Ben William. Um, I've got an Instagram page uh, as well as called Door to Door Vibes. So either way, send me a direct message if you're interested in either being a technician or being a sales rep. But more importantly, if you guys need any baby clothes or mother clothes or anything like that, make sure to... Check out Pacific Poppy.
3: Where can we find Jasmine? (laughs) Um, You can find us also on Facebook, Pacific Poppy, on Instagram. It's just our name, Pacific Poppy, again, and online at PacificPoppy.com.
1: Yay. Well, thank you guys so much for taking a minute to visit with us. We kind of left the kids loose upstairs with my mom (laughs) so we should probably go rescue her but they've been pretty good i was expecting more i know i know only one crash boom but i think i think they did pretty good so thank you guys again uh we appreciate you and enjoy your thanksgiving thank you all right bye